This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not meant as a substitute for or replacement of working with a mental or medical health professional. Welcome to Taboo Talk Time with Dr. Eva, where we inspire a movement towards breaking through societal norms, increasing awareness, and unhinging the taboo. Taboo Talk Time hosts guest experts from around the world in the mental and medical health fields who are passionate about making a difference in our society. Visit tabutalktime.com to learn more about Dr. Eva's therapeutic services, online couples courses, live couples retreats, and of course, our free podcast. Here is your host, Dr. Eva Brown, licensed marriage and family therapist and intimacy specialist. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another awesome episode of Taboo Talk Time. I'm your host, Dr. Eva Brown, and I have a very special guest on with us today. She is she was a coach for 10 years, and she is now known as the international spiritual teacher, speaker, and trans channeler, Vanessa Petronali, right? <laughs> well, yes, yes, you got it. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> Welcome to the show, dear. I'm so happy to have you. Thank How are you, you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a gorgeous start to the week, and I'm happy to be here with you, and I'm really excited about our topic today that I really intend will be value-rich and super helpful for those who are tuning in and listening. Yes, exactly. And we're going to be talking about channeling your vulnerability in body and in mind, which is a really um, near and dear topic to my to my work that I do with couples, because it's very hard for couples, you know, especially that didn't have family systems that really encouraged uh, vulnerability or emotional vulnerability in the family system. And of course, culturally and societally, we are not really encouraging vulnerability because people are seeing it as a weakness. And, you know, of course, we do have Brene Brown and other researchers. Uh, she did research for about 10 years. If you don't know anything about Brene Brown, she's fantastic. You can go look her up. But she did research on, you know, vulnerability for the past 10 years. And um, really connected it to just really being courageous uh, because a lot of times people have a hard time stepping outside of their comfort zone and really channeling that vulnerability in mind and body. So I invited Vanessa on to talk about it from a, a more spiritual and uh, a different perspective than normal. So I hope you guys all mm -hmm. enjoy. And um, Vanessa, let's go ahead and maybe get started with you know, this idea of channeling your inner vulnerability in body and in mind, right? So it's so important mm. to have that body and mind connection. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we can't be vulnerable with anybody in our lives, with our partners, with our spouse, with the person we're dating, with family, with friends, until we get vulnerable with ourselves. And, you know, vulnerability really shows up in the, the body and of course in our thoughts and our mind when we're really tapped into our feelings. I believe, you know, in the work that I do with spirituality, with anything, if we are not in our bodies and we are not able to feel, there's no access really truly to source, to God, to the universe, to all of life. And Feelings were put into our body for a very specific reason. But just as you said in your intro, 
depending on our background and where we come from, the family system, how we were brought up, what we were taught about feelings and emotions, you know, a lot of people don't get access to it and are quite ashamed and um, tuned out, if you will, of what their bodies and what their emotions are telling them. So really, you know, the, the first stage for most people around connecting the, the mind, the body, if you want to put even spirit in there, is really through getting to know what you're feeling. Because most people, I find, in the work that I've done for many years now, have lived mostly inside of their head and are very unaware of what's happening neck down. And so most of the time we're afraid to go into the body because we don't feel safe. And if we don't feel safe, then we don't have the opportunity to be vulnerable because we have some sort of fear there, right? For most people in relationship, mm-hmm. it's because they're afraid of getting hurt. They're afraid of their partner seeing a side of them that they may not, or they're projecting or imagining that they may not like, or they may not want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people just don't even have that awareness at all, right? And it's not good or bad. It's, there's no judgment around that. But Mm-hmm. This is the reason why it's so hard for so many people to to really connect on a deeper level and, and, and create greater intimacy because most of the time, if you're lacking the emotional embodiment, that connection to your body, that con- connection to yourself, mm-hmm. not just what's happening in your head, right, but what's happening neck below, right. then you're missing a capacity of connecting to yourself, which of course in turn says you cannot connect you know, with your partner any deeper than you're willing to go with yourself. Yes. Yes. We can, mm-hmm. say, <laughs> uh, we can say that over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I have, exactly. I have couples that come in and, you know, they're like, Oh, well I want this and I want her or him to be closer. I want him or her to be more connected to me. I want him or her to, you know, do get to that place with my, with me. And, I often find that what's happening is, is they're not offering that to their partner, right? They're not even offering exactly. themselves, but they want this. They have this expectation of connection and vulnerability, but they're just, mm-hmm. they're just not stepping into it themselves. So maybe this conversation is an invitation for you to step into your vulnerability more and lead the relationship based on how you want to live it. And your partner will follow through on that call. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean, I do. My niche that I work with is predominantly with leaders and visionaries. And I always tell anybody that I'm working with, you know, if the change you want to see in the world, right, you've got to be the one to go first to create it. You can't wait for somebody else to go first. So in the context of relationship, exactly what you're saying. You know, you can't put the expectation that your partner needs to change, that your partner needs to do this and do that and be more like this and open up. You've got to check in with yourself, Mm -hmm. right? You're, you're the common denominator in every relationship you have. Mm -hmm. And if your partner isn't doing something, I think one of the most vulnerable things we can do in relationship for ourselves is checking in and saying, okay, I'm expecting my partner to show up this way for me, but am I really showing up for myself this way? And as a result, am I able to show up for them that way as well? Instead of, it's so easy, right? To point fingers. What I always remind people, like you're the leader in your own life. We're all leaders. It doesn't matter what our titles are. 
how much money in our bank accounts we have, whether we're CEO of a company or not. We are all leaders leading ourselves. And in relationship, we have to be our own individual leaders Mm -hmm. and then come together and form a team of leadership Mm -hmm. as a couple. So I 100% agree with you. You know, it's very easy to try to get somebody else to do the thing that you want them to do and to blame them for not giving it to you versus actually looking at yourself and checking in and being like, well, where do I need to show up in this way for myself and for my partner? You know, and that's, that's the thing vulnerability requires radical honesty and authenticity with ourselves. It's, It's truth. And truth can sometimes hurt, right? It can be really humbling and um, it can really feel like, oh, wow, like, oh, that makes so much sense, right? Like, I need to give that to myself. I didn't realize that. And we can feel, especially if you have a lot of pride or ego in relationship, mm. that, can, that can feel like that's crumbling, right, in the midst of vulnerability. But truly, I believe that vulnerability is one of the greatest strengths because everybody is so starved for deeper connection on this planet. And a lot of people don't even know that. Yeah, we are all starving for it. A hundred percent. I agree. You know, mm-hmm. you know, one of the ideas that popped into my I, my head as you were talking was this conversation about being a victim, right? Um, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're victimizing yourself in any way, whether you're truly a victim of something or you're or you're creating it in your mind, right? Or in relationship to the things that are going on around you. It's very hard to be a leader and lead your old life when that story is still yeah. kind of pressing on you. Um, you know, and I invite you to let any of that, even if there's a small little tiny, tiny percentage of you, I know every once in a while it comes up for me where you just, you, you feel like, oh, I don't have any control over this or I can't do anything this way or, you know, it's such and such's fault or whatever, right? We get into that conversation and I really, you know, I think we're both inviting everyone, including ourselves really to really get into that space and own it. And realize that we can create, we are our own, we are our best manifestors. And as long as we can really live in that storyline or that timeline and kind of let go of whatever old timelines that are not serving, then this reality that Vanessa and I are talking about can become a reality for you slowly but surely, right? I mean, that's how it happens for all of us. We, we slowly morph into our future selves and we just continue to up level to that next part i mean i'm probably like at least 10 old selves already vanessa i don't know about you (laughs) (laughs) yes i i hear you on that it's a constant releasing of the old self (laughs) i'm telling you you know she likes to come and knock on my door every once in a while but i really don't like to listen to her but sometimes i'm like all right what are you trying to say to me right Um, Mm -hmm. And, and every time we make ourselves uncomfortable, fear and of, of uncertainty is always going to come up. And mm-hmm. we have to be able to acknowledge our old self, whatever fear, whatever programming is coming up and just be like, thank you very much, old self. I really appreciate you coming to, you know, knock on my door and let me know that I'm scared right now. And then take that next step whatever yeah. that is for you. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yes. It's, mm-hmm. you know, I always look at it this way. We're either allowing fear to collapse. We're either collapsing into fear or we're 
utilizing fear, which has been put into us for a very specific reason. Mm-hmm. For most of us, we will use fear to collapse into it and to paralyze us from really moving forward and getting what we want in life. That can be across the board with anything in your relationship, outside of your relationship, etc. Mm-hmm. Or you can use fear and utilize it as a as a means to really open you up to getting to know a part of you that wants to be loved, that wants to be accepted, that wants to be acknowledged, that wants to be seen by you. And fear has the ability to really catapult us forward in our lives and in our relationships. But it depends on how it's using you or you're using it, right? Are you allowing it to have you collapse? Are you making it wrong? Or are you utilizing it to say, oh my gosh, I'm feeling really afraid right now. I'm feeling that fear. And this is always an amazing opportunity where we can come to the people that we love the most and be vulnerable about that. You know, and then we can allow ourselves to receive support. We can allow ourselves to receive what we're needing in that moment. And I mean, these are practices that are, that come with time in a relationship. But I think one of the most basic things that you can ask yourself is in relationship, am I allowing my fear to stop me from getting what I'm really desiring in my connection? Mm-hmm. Or am I allowing it to really help me to become vulnerable so that I can request or speak up or ask or invite or receive something that I haven't received or experienced in my relationship by going first, by going to my partner and saying, Hey, Mm. I'd love just to sit with you for a moment. And I don't need you to say anything right now. I just need you to listen, please. I am feeling so afraid. Dot, dot, dot. Yes. Can you give this to me in this moment? You know, and like just asking questions even allows the opportunity for greater intimacy and vulnerability between two people or three people or four people, whatever the dynamic is. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm. I love it. Yeah, I like the distinction that all you have to do is ask questions and get curious. I remember when I was going through my training and my master's and my PhD program that that was that was one of the founding elements of my practice really just learning to ask really good questions to stay curious with those that i love and of course my clients and my couples you know and and it's amazing how when you start to ask yourself and your partner questions and get curious rather than judge rather than criticize rather than blame rather than attack there's so many aspects of intimacy and vulnerability that start to open up just asking really good curious questions right so another really good way to do that is if you find yourself criticizing if you find yourself judging ask more questions get curious about yeah. what's going on in your mind and how that stacks up with your partner's mind right um and just realizing too just if we if, if you don't mind taking this conversation to just a whole nother level um you know and in just recently with a couple of my couples, you know, and I never say any names, obviously, everything is confidential. Of course. But when it comes to the reality that you are separate from your partner, in terms of the outcome of that relationship in its totality, 
it's really important. And I just want to invite you guys to realize that both of you are a hundred percent accountable for the reality mm. that you guys have co-created together. So often I find couples come in, Vanessa, and they go into this thought process of, well, it's her problem or it's his problem. And really what's mm -hmm. happening in the relationship is that there's a lack of communication, a lack of intimacy, a lack of vulnerability, which is the problem. That's the mm -hmm. actual problem. It's not the the affair that just happened or it's not the fact that some, you know, you're the jealousy that's happening in the relationship. That's not the actual problem. It is the intimacy and the bond that the two of you guys have that just needs to be cultivated more and just stepping into mm -hmm. that hundred, a hundred percent accountability rather than that 50, 50 uh, percentage accountability that I hear all the time. Oh, we're 50, 50, we're 50, 50. And I get that in terms of roles that you have to split up the roles in the house. But even when it comes to accountability, I find that couples play this 50, 50 thing. And all that does is set up an environment of competition, of blame, yeah. of contempt, and of resentment, because what happens is, is you're doing your own 50%, right? And your partner's not holding up their end. And what, you, what do you do? You look at your partner and say, you know, well, you're not doing your end. Well, I'm not going to do my end, right? And then they just play this mm. game back and forth with each other as if we, as if you were to, but if you were to hold yourself a hundred, a hundred percent accountability and really stepping into that vulnerability is about being a hundred percent accountable, right? And mm -hmm. moving into that space and, and, and saying to yourself, when your partner's passive aggressive with you, when your partner is attacking you or criticizing you, instead of reacting back, I want to invite you guys to ask your partner, how am I showing up in this relationship that you have to become passive aggressive, attack me and criticize me in order to get your needs, wants and desires met in this relationship? And I want and I want you guys to do this. If this is happening in your relationship, I actually want to invite you to do it. Because what will happen is you'll start to see a new conversation between the two of you start to envelop. And and it's a beautiful thing. Mm. It really is. Mm. I love that. It's it's so perfect. I mean, it really is about taking full responsibility for how you show up and what you contribute, not just in the physical sense, you know, oh, I do this for the family or for this relationship, mm -hmm. or that's my role. It's, it's like, you need to be 100% accountable and responsible for your energy, for your thoughts, for your words, for your actions, mm -hmm. for what you do and don't do, what you say and what you don't say. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's about assuming a greater sense of accountability and responsibility for yourself as a partner in a relationship and you can't expect the other person. I think that expectations in relationships are so futile and can really damage um, a connection because it's passing off a lot of your own accountability and responsibility to the other person, expecting, imagining them to pick up the slack or to do the very thing that you maybe need to be doing for yourself. So I love what you said. And I think that that's so important because so many people are experiencing that in their relationships and are not even aware of it, but also don't know how to get out of it and see, see their relationship. Maybe on some level, this is doomed. Like we failed. We can't get out of this when mm -hmm. there really can be hope in a relationship where the agreements have been either silently or you've both agreed that the agreements in the relationship and in the connection have 
somehow dissolved or have been broken on some level. You know, there is hope here. And hope, I think, really comes from the space of really desiring to get vulnerable with each other. Because in my eyes, vulnerability is the gateway to greater intimacy, mm-hmm. to greater connection, yeah. to greater authenticity and support. Um, and ultimately love, right? Because at the end of the day, as human beings, we all want to be loved and want to give love and we want to receive love. Mm-hmm. And we want to be feel safe in that space with our partners. Yes. And safety is key for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love having this conversation with you, Vanessa, and I could talk about it for hours. <laughs> I'm sure they have a life and we have lives and we got to move on. Right. But, um, you know, it was such an awesome conversation to drop in with you today and really channel mm. vulnerability in the body and the mind with you. I feel like we even had so many moments of connection on this podcast. So I wanted to thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Me too. The feeling is mutual. It's been great. I really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So Vanessa uh, Petronelli.com. If you guys want to look her up and find out more about all of her international teachings, uh, her what were she speaking at? Uh, I definitely highly recommend her. She's obviously fantastic. And again, it's Vanessa Petronelli.com. I'm going to have all of that in the show notes for you, Vanessa, and for everybody that wants to, you know, reach out to her. We will have that. Yeah. Yes, amazing. Amazing. Um, and for all of you that are listening, I wanted to say thank you for listening to our podcast and really taking a part in the mission of breaking through societal norms, increasing awareness, and really unhinging taboo conversations that are not happening mainstream. They're happening here on this podcast. So please make sure to share it with your friends because this conversation needs to extend beyond you know, my ears, your ears, Vanessa's ears, we need to be able to get this out to everyone. Um, And if you haven't had the opportunity to go on to my website, it's www.relationshiprevolutionaries.com. You can pick up our cheat sheet for the top three relationship killers and how to prevent them. And also lots of really cool videos on how to take your relationship from good or great to thriving status. And there is a difference between a good, great and a thriving relationship. So you know, make sure to check out our e-course program. We just created it. It's up and running and we're so thrilled about it. It is a communication and intimacy e-course program uh, where you're going to get group coaching as well as an awesome uh, e-course program to help you up-level your relationship and really take it to the next level. So, and don't, don't be afraid to reach out to me personally. I love when everyone has the opportunity to meet me through Facebook Messenger say hi to me if you're interested or curious about anything that we're talking about here or if you'd like to be a guest on the show please let me know have a wonderful day guys and i'll see you next time thank you for joining the taboo talk time movement go ahead and like and subscribe to our fun free and informative podcast and of course don't forget to share us with your friends visit tabutalktime.com to learn more about dr eva's therapeutic services private intensives as well as for online couples courses and live couples retreats. As always, we appreciate your listenership and can't wait to share all of our new up-and-coming Taboo Talk Time podcasts with you. See you next time.